to Buy Urban Yogi, Episode 9, featuring Paul Anthony. I'm Will Blunderfield. I'm a psychology major, kundalini yoga teacher, spin instructor, recording artist, and mindfulness-based stress reduction teacher in training. Join me in this free-flowing conversation with mentors and experts on such diverse topics as queer theory, holistic well-being, and music. Paul Anthony is the inaugural recipient of the BC Entertainment Hall of Fame for Most Promising Newcomer and has been lauded by both the Vancouver Sun and the Georgia Strait as the up-and-comer to watch. His acting career finds its roots in theatre, having performed all over the country with such respected companies as the Vancouver Playhouse, the Arts Club, Prairie Theatre Exchange, the Belfry Theatre, and MTYP. He's also received rave reviews for his own projects, such as The Death of Comedy, co-created with writer Devin McCracken, and his scientific experiments called The Drunk Improv, which have both gone on to become underground cult hits. His comedy audio art album, Wordcore, was named one of the best independent releases of the century by Discorder Magazine and CITR Radio. Paul has studied this art form in and out of the classroom his whole life, participating in countless workshops and staging his own social experiments when he was young as an eight-year-old child. In 2001, he graduated from Studio 58, considered one of the finest acting programs in North America. He was in the movie 18. This bristling and provocative indie stars Paul as a traumatized runway opposite Alan Cumming and Carly Pope. He's also been noted for his performance in the Emmy-winning miniseries Traffic, the adaptation of Irvine Welsh's Bad Blood, and Guy Madden's Hands of Ida. Please welcome Paul Anthony to the podcast. I love this. Like, I can lean back. Yeah, you do. Can, I can... We can get a little sun, <laughs> yeah, a little vitamin like... D. <laughs> this is so great. Yeah. So I like your toenail polish. Thanks, Isla did that, yeah. Nice. And I like the the blue and the pink. Yeah, it's been basically uh, ever since she could hold a brush. Mm -hmm. My toes have always been pink on the right and left on the... Yeah. That's awesome. Except when I did this play last year, they had to like take them off, but (laughs) pretty much. She's like, Dad! Daddy, it's time. Yeah. Get some color on you. <laughs> She's pretty good, too. Yeah. I mean, they're all chipping now. But... How old is she now? Uh, like four and a half. Oh, nice. Wow. So is she in preschool? Yeah, she just graduated from preschool. Wow. And they did, like, yeah. <laughs> they did this whole, like, cap and gown ceremony. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> Where they walked all the kids down, you know, and they're like, da-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-na-
I'll just splice that. Sounds good. But uh, yeah, such a nice day here in Vancouver. It's so nice. You said you're from Winnipeg initially. Yeah, I grew up in Winnipeg. And you moved here in 97. Uh-huh. Wow, so I, that was the year of Titanic coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you know your yeah. your life events by oh my God. Leonardo DiCaprio movies. Oh, well, by just great pop songs like "My Heart Will Go On." Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> just yeah, classics. Yeah. Uh, my brother and I used to perform that at family gatherings. No so way. I would play piano, and before his voice broke, he could hit all the high notes. Wow. Um, so he would stand by the piano, all dressed up, and sing "My Heart Will Go On." Wow. And, yeah, that that song was actually the song that kept me in piano. No way. Because I was like, I don't want to play piano anymore, Mom. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't want to do all these classical songs. And she's like, what would help you continue? What would motivate you? And I was like, Celine Dion. Wow. Yeah, and so that, thank you, Celine Dion. That's pretty great. Do you thank have any video of this? You know what? My family might have some, and I, I might put it up on YouTube or something. Yeah, you got to find it. It, is, it was pretty cute. That's your, that's your legacy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. So you have one kid, eh? Yeah. Nice. What's it like having a child? Oh, yeah, it's it's wild. I was, and also anything I say comes from the context of I never thought I was gonna have a kid. Never, it was just never really interested. They seemed like a headache, and just like a lot of a lot of work. Yeah, and as an artist and someone who's just always just made stuff mm-hmm. and just kind of gotten by, uh, never really had any normal jobs or anything. Mm-hmm. The idea of having a kid that you have to spend all your time and yeah. energy on, oof, seemed terrible. Yeah. What made you shift it? You just met the right person and then it just happened and... Kind of, yeah. I mean, it was weird. We started talking about it maybe six months before it happened. <laughs> and because we were both just thinking about it and uh but like I would have never had the balls to like pull the trigger and be like yeah let's do this let's make and another human yeah <laughs> it just took one time of <laughs> unprotected sex where it was like it was a brief moment where I'm like gonna roll the dice totally gonna roll the dice once just once once wow Zyla really wants to be here she's meant to be here she's like I'm coming through <laughs> Yeah, and then it was like, oh, no. <laughs> then it was scary for... But then we started getting excited. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she's really great. Like, she's just a really yeah. cool soul. Yeah, she's really sweet. I think she got the best part of both of us, so... Nice. It's like, because if she had the worst part of both of us, <laughs> this would be brutal. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it's been it's been good, like... Um, I haven't been working much at all. I've just been with her, which I, I'd like a little bit more balance. Yeah, because you finished Talent Time, Talent Time wrapped up several mm-hmm. months ago, eh? Yeah. At the Polka Party. Yeah, the Polka, Polka Party. Party themed talent, Paul Anthony's Talent Time at the Rio Theater Institution in Vancouver. How long were you doing that for? Um, so that was our 10-year anniversary. I pulled the plug oh, on our 10-year sure. anniversary. Wow. Yeah, every, large-scale variety shows every month, basically every month for 10 years. Mm-hmm. And it was on Novus TV. So Novus TV. It was like in Yaletown. Yeah. <laughs> on, like, <laughs> on, on TVs all throughout Yaletown. <laughs> yeah. Well, we started on Novus, and they're, they're owned by Concord Pacific. So it's oh, like yeah. all like those new condos in Yaletown, 
yeah. would have like Novus built in. So if you wanted cable, you wouldn't call Shaw. You would, they would just flick a switch. Oh, okay. I'm just um, gonna pull this down. Yeah, yeah. In case it does seem a little hot. There you go. Just pulling down Paul's mic slightly. <laughs> Do you want me to I'm not trying totally to take move off your shirt. it? Oh, that's fine. <laughs> um, or maybe I'll move it down a little bit. There we go. It's beauty that you don't have to make it look nice. Yeah, like true in, that. Like in for film TV. or whatever, you got to hide shit. Yeah. Oh yeah. But, because you're, you're predominantly a TV guy. Like, I was looking at your IMDb profile, and you've done, you did a movie with uh, Alan Cummings. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. And you yeah. won an award for it. Or you won an award for something. I was up for, I was up for some stuff of that. Oh, the Hall of Fame thing. Yeah, that was when I was still in school. It was kind of more of a scholarship. Nice. But, um, but yeah, no, that movie was really great, and it took a while to get going. So, um, and Alan was here shooting... It was that drug. It was like that drug movie, that remake, Reefer Madness. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, so we uh, we ended up hanging out a lot the year before. Nice. And then, did you go to Rec Beach with him? We know. Oh yeah, we I did. I did go to Rec Beach. Because I remember them. watching him on the Rosie O'Donnell show. <laughs> right. And I just remember being like, Yeah, I love Vancouver. There's this naked beach called Rec Beach. <laughs> so it's funny. So you were there with him at Rec Beach. I did go once with him, but I think he's, he probably went more than once. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, he was the MC in Cabaret, for those of you listening. That was sort of his yeah. big, at least Broadway claim to fame. He was fantastic in that remade version of the classic musical Cabaret. Yeah, he's great. Mm-hmm. With those suspenders that went right down to the crotch. <laughs> and then the, he, like, colored his nipples super, super red. Yeah, I yeah. really wanted to go see... I did see him do One Man Hamlet on Broadway... That was oh, incredible. Cool. I saw him do Uncle Vanya on Broadway nice. with like Dan- Diane Weiss. That was amazing. Oh, wow. She was really cool, too. Have you spent a lot of time in New York? Um, a, well, before Zyla, so she's like four and a half. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, like at least a couple times a year. Mm-hmm. We remain close, and I would always go out and stay with him. Um, nice. And he, had a play, he has a place upstate, too, and we... That was, like, really nice. But, yeah, then uh, last time I went was just before she was born. I went, for, really? like, I went to New York for a last <laughs> hurrah. Last hurrah, yeah. Where <laughs> and did you that stay? was when he was doing Hamlet. Did you I stayed with him, yeah. Nice. Does he live in, like, Manhattan? Yeah. Alph- cool. Alphabet City. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's... Him and, and his a, husband He's a vegan great. as well. You guys still yeah. doing the vegan? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. How long have you been vegan for? Like 21 years. Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, you were vegan before it became vegan. <laughs> yeah. Thing. Yeah, in Winnipeg, yeah, which in is Winnipeg. like the middle of the prairies. Holy shit. Like, it was not easy then. It's wow. so, so easy now. So easy now, especially in Vancouver. Yeah, yeah. What motivated you to become vegan in the first place? <laughs> it was a girl. Really? Yeah, I was dating this like little hippie chick who... <laughs> hippie chick, it sounds... <laughs> terrible but I was a teen so <laughs> uh, and she was vegetarian and I just never really thought of it uh-huh. and she just made me think about it and then at the same time I started getting into punk rock and like really mm. political stuff uh-huh. and then I started volunteering with Food Not Bombs and that was like in Winnipeg Ooh. Food Not Bombs it was uh-huh. this it doesn't exist that much anymore at least doesn't here but I was started in San Francisco like Oh, geez, I don't know when, maybe 70s or 80s, maybe 90s, I don't know. Okay. But uh, the, the idea was there's a lot of food being thrown away, so this organization oh. would collect food oh. and cook food up for people, and it wasn't any part of 
some religious organization. It was, mm-hmm. it was, it was just, it was just give people food. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and like, uh, Propagandy was from Winnipeg, and they were really big in like the punk rock, like kind of like that kind of like political like punk rock movement back then. Yeah, and that that was pulled for the plane. And that was... Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> These mics tend to be good. Like, you'll be able to hear the plane a bit, but you'll be able to hear... That's fine. We're outside. Your sexy we're, we're voice rolling on that. We're rolling on the beautiful... Yeah. Um, There's like a little saxophone situation going <laughs> yeah. on. It's like we're being serenaded. It's very picturesque. Yeah. So, wow, 21 years. Um, yeah, I've, always believed, I've always believed you can eat whatever you want as long as you've got enough love in your life. Yeah, some people are like, oh, you know, you won't don't get enough nutrients, but I mean, you look great. Thanks, man. <laughs> Your teeth are great. They're nice and white. Oh, Your wow. skin is clear. Oh, wow. You've got great posture. Oh, wow. <laughs> this is this is doing a world for my self-esteem. <laughs> and you got a nice pineapple T-shirt on. Hey, look at that. I love pineapples. Ah, uh, don't. Super cute. Everyone's now wishing this was on television. I know. I'll have to start recording, like, video, videoing them for YouTube. Oh. That's the next step. But there's something really, I like, I, I like the, I like the voice thing. Mm-hmm. Um, then people can listen to in their cars podcasts in the car, on the bus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it's I nice like the format. medium. Portable. Mm-hmm. And this accessible. is easy. Like, I don't know how, if you've talked about it before, but how much your listeners know, but these little lav- lavalier mics that yeah. you just clip on. Yeah, and they just hook right into the iPhone, and they record using your voice type, uh, whatever it's called, the um, sound so, yeah. thing. You don't yes, have to hold anything. You don't have to uh, be in a studio. We yeah. could literally, we could literally roll around, and it would we just, could. it would get the sound of like, and of the that grass would just add and, to it. Yeah. <laughs> I should have you totally teach me right. some uh, a move or two before. Yeah. Goes. Oh yeah, I should teach you something. I could teach you like. Um, I can teach you a breathing technique. Okay. Yeah, so there's one, um, so you cross your legs. Well, you don't have to cross oh, your legs. Oh, good. We need you, to get serious because yeah. I did I did listen to uh, um, some of your podcasts. And oh, I'm yeah. like, holy, I, holy shit. I People my, are, are coming here to my learn guess shit. To, uh, this is not... Uh, their <laughs> anus, rectum, <laughs> and sex organ. My mom did not like that. She's like, I listened to your podcast. Can you maybe just don't leave the anus thing out? <laughs> Mom, I, I can't like, leave the anus I was like, what, do you, what should I call it? She said... Just call it the pelvic floor. Ah! <laughs> so, wow, so she knows. Thank you, Mom. That actually is a good That's tip. pretty great. A hot yeah, tip. Well, for all your listeners the pelvic who are bowl. expecting to learn something, yeah. uh, you're not going to get it from me. <laughs> <laughs> but here we go. Will's teaching okay. me something. So, so now take we'll a deep breath. Okay. And release any tension in the face, in the nose, the eyes, forehead. Then you basically just bring your right thumb to your right nostril. And you inhale through the left nostril. It kind of sounded like you're snorting cocaine there. Totally. To exhale, getting high on your own supply. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully, I'll get the little nuggets that are left oh, over. Just kidding. Nugget. <laughs> then you exhale out the right nostril, plugging the left nostril with one of your other fingers. So it's like a U, upside down U shaped breath. Right. So inhale through the right. Gazing at your third eye while you do it. So rolling the eyes up and then exhale at the left. So it's basically that, and you can just keep doing that for sort of the sacred times are like three minutes, 11 minutes, 22 minutes, 
31 minutes or 62 minutes or two and a half hours. Wow. Yeah. Have you ever, what's the longest you've ever done? Oh, I've probably gone for, well, we did this thing called White Tantra. Uh-huh. We're sit, Paul and I are sitting across, legged across from each other right now, and that's actually what we did in this thing called White Tantra. So um, White Tantra is where you basically eye gaze with the person for like eight hours. What? Yeah, so we were doing breathing exercises and chanting. You eye gaze with someone for eight hours? Yeah, and just like going back and forth oh and singing mantras. Did you like orgasm? <laughs> I kind of did. <laughs> I got really excited. And like yeah. right now, Paul and I, we have one hand up and one hand down. And so there's like 200 people, sometimes 1,500 wow. people. It depends on the event in the basement of like churches usually. And we're all lined up in... Orgy. Yeah, it's like a spiritual orgy. <laughs> it's white tantric and it's just like, it's amazing. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I do like that. I should have thought of you uh, in the summer for Talent Time. We started doing um, these summer trip shows. Nice. Where... Uh, the real wanted us to do another show, but we were like finished with the season. So I was like, "Well, mm-hmm. we if we do another show in the summer, uh, mm-hmm. I want to flip the script in some way." And yeah. so I was like, "Ah, let's do a bunch of psychedelics Ooh. and try to do the show." That would be fun. And so yeah, it was really fun. We did it like three LSD? times. Like LSD? Oh, you yeah. did do it three summers. We did it. Holy moly! Um, at the Rio. At the Rio. And the wow. last one, I really wanted uh, a tantric uh, sex person, and I, oh, yeah. I. I know just the girl. Her name's Mahan Kalsa. She used to run uh, the yoga studio where I trained at. And so we do white tantric, which right. is non-sexual. Right. And then there's red tantric, which is sexual. Right. So she has her own brand of tantra called pink tantra, which is a combination of the traditional kundalini and more of like a sexy kind of tantric, wow. you know, sexual element. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, she would have been perfect. Oh, amazing. Because yeah. I was talking to this woman, but I was just cold calling people, and she was super game, and then... Um, I mean, I told her it was a psychedelic show, but um, when we first started, I didn't, I didn't talk too much about that because I wanted to kind of, I, I didn't want her to be turned off immediately or to right. kind of judge it in that way. So, and then, you know, I had to, we talked a bit and then I was like, so just so you know, this is what we're doing. And then she was just like, oh, I don't, if, if it wasn't her thing. Yeah. Like we, we didn't, we didn't advertise it as some drug show. Uh-huh. Uh, we didn't want that crowd. We, we did say it was a psychedelic experiment. Oh, nice. <laughs> so know, it was kind of open-ended. There. But uh, people who knew the show and had been there, the first one, people had no idea what we were going to do. Mm-hmm. And it worked so well. We were like, we have to do this every summer. What psychedelics were you on? That's what everyone... Uh, or is that a secret? Well, <laughs> pe- well, it's a little bit of a secret, but I can tell you personally... Mm-hmm. Um, Except it's going to be recorded. <laughs> I know. I didn't mean, like, I won't speak for other people. Oh, I see, I see. Because I felt strongly about about saying uh, this is a psychedelic experiment, and that's, like, yeah. whatever that is to you. If, for some people, that would be doing so eye gaze for eight hours. For eye yeah. <laughs> and, you know, that drinking some nice things. kombucha. And then, yeah. like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, coming down for other people, yeah, psilocybin, LSD. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you can get your hands on other... Get to some ayahuasca. Ayahuasca. Have some cute amazing. buckets in the yeah. front row. Yeah. This is the ayahuasca section. Yeah. Here's yeah. a bib. Uh, and some depends because I hear it in ayahuasca. Have you done ayahuasca? I haven't, but I I'm on the list. You're now, on the like list. For, you're on the list to do it. Yeah. For what? um. Uh, yeah. What's his name? Uh, Gaber Mate. Oh my god. These yeah, I just people. I went to one of his trainings a couple months ago. Oh wow! I sang at his event and then I got oh, to right. sit in on the training he's and amazing. hand out mics. And he's, yeah, his he's so compassionate. Yeah, 
and, and, and his, his ability to be a good listener in, in the face of really difficult um, situations where his patients are experiencing really intense difficulty is amazing. Yeah. To hold space. He's so good at it. Yeah. So you're on the list to do it with him? Um, well, just with the people that he That he does it with. with. Yeah. Oh, nice. Is that in Abbotsford? There's, there's one in the Coonies, and then there's one, like, in Peru or whatever, but mm. I would go out here. Coonies. Um, yeah. I hear it's, um, it's quite intense, like, you can poop your pants. Yeah, I'm up for any of it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think I'd, yeah, who knows? I guess, knows? I'm like, I don't think I'd poop my pants, but who you knows? You never know. I mean, I'm holding on to a lot of shit, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Pun definitely motherfucking intended. <laughs> you got the E on this, right? Yeah. I can swear. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's an E on each one, just in case. Because I didn't want to get banned from uh, iTunes. Right. We're just like, family, yeah. good for all yeah. ages. <laughs> Not so much. Paul comes in here starts talking no. about shitting his pants. <laughs> William's telling people to squeeze their anus. <laughs> I know. I listened to your uh, semen retention. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Have you ever practiced that? Um, no. No. No? How often do you ejaculate? Um, it's, it's, so, or it's so all over the map right now, which mm-hmm. I'd like to regulate somehow because yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm not a I'm not a big fan of uh, masturbation yeah I just do you find it fine. depleting I well, find it kind of like oh, a bummer it's like a bummer after you eject, uh, come after you ejaculate you're just like oh well I'll, I'll do it out of like necessity like uh-huh. like uh, draining assist I think is the way uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, comedian, I think that was uh, Doug Stanhope talked about it. Uh, like it's purely medical. If he is to masturbate, it's like he just thinks of it as draining, draining assist. Oh like it's just this buildup that just has to. Has to. But be there's no uh, drained. <laughs> there's no. Um, because I like, uh, for me, is a you know that connection and that uh, shared intimacy that right. I crave and really in, enjoy and yeah, otherwise yeah, it's yeah. like yeah to me it, it's that, that's what it feels like I agree I agree yeah it's it's nice to it's nice, nice to like you use the sexual energy in ways that you truly prefer instead of just you know looking at porn but I mean sometimes that can be fun too but I just sure. I really do like to I like the idea of like kind of like conserving it in yoga they call it brahmacharya like creating boundaries around your life force right or even more literally, creating boundaries around the life you love to live. Whoa, that's great. Because yeah, sex energy is life energy. Yeah. So I'm learning more and more because we weren't taught this shit in school. It's like new for most of us. Like when yeah. I'm on Grinder, which is a, a gay <laughs> a gay dating app. Yeah. Um, and I I talk about semen retention, like for example, like a hookup. They'll uh-huh. be like, oh yeah, like let's hook up. That's yeah. my that's my gay voice. Yeah, yeah. Gay. Good. Yeah, you that's, sound very yeah, gay. Like, Yo, fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm going a mustache. I wear leather, and I'm like. Argh. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, that's that's my. Uh, I, I'm always like telling people, educating people about semen retention. Most people are not really into it. They just want to like hook up to ejaculate. Whereas I'm kind of like, let's hook up and like read Montauk Chia, which is um, 
which is a, a, a Chinese, uh, traditional Chinese medicine author who talks about circulating the energy. I think his most famous book in the West is called uh, The Multi-Orgasmic Man. Whoa. Yeah, so it like, teaches you how to, basically, because women, a lot of women I know are able to have multiple orgasms. Right. Uh, like full body orgasms. Mm. Whereas most of the dudes I know, we, myself included, we don't really know yet how to, how to experience that pleasure throughout our whole body and, and be able to have multiple orgasms, like, you know, in an hour have like 30 orgasms. How do you do that? So I was curious, because one of my friends, he's able to do that. So I was like, Casta, tell me, enlighten me. Casta, the chocolate man. How do you know him? <laughs> <laughs> I know him because he worked at uh, Organic Lives. Oh and, my God! Uh, yeah. Natalie worked there. Oh, and did Natalie work yeah. there? Yeah. Um, I've only met him a couple times, but like, I That's just so love that guy. That's so funny you know him. Yeah, he's so great. <laughs> he lives in um, a house up in the top of West Van now. Oh, nice. Called the Reishi House or the Phi House, and he's just making chocolate. He's got like a thirty thousand dollar chocolate machine now. What? Yeah, and he's going to be making chocolate for Harmonic Arts, which is a okay. botanical, you know, just uh, pharmaceutical grade dispensary of natural herbs and stuff. Amazing. So he's going to be the chocolate dude for them. Wow. But yeah, he was oh, teaching yeah. me That's about a whole other business that's oh opened God. up. Oh, yeah. And he, his chocolates, it's not just cacao. Yeah. It's like reishi mushrooms and holy uh, basil and all these different things. And you eat it and you just feel like you're high. It's so nice. Is he also doing stuff with uh, weed or CBD or anything? I think he is. I think he specializes mostly in psilocybin mm. chocolates. Oh, nice. I shared probably one be with vegan him. too. Oh yeah, I'm sure they're all vegan. Because yeah, he uses coconut butter. Oh, so you'd man. be yeah, okay. you'd be loving gotta, all of these things. I we should actually visit his house and oh, just eat great. his chocolate. He also makes Let's really do good ice cream. Let's do a part two of this. Yeah, where we just show and up there. We can show and we up. Like a... And we can have cast on here too. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's really great. He's such a. He's super intelligent and like he's got such good wisdom. Mm-hmm. He's almost like I feel like he's like my. One of my spiritual gurus. Casta, if you're listening to this, I love you, bro. <laughs> nice. Namaste. Namaste. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that saxophone is really going at it. I love yeah. this. Yeah. Do you have any hot tips for staying balanced in, in this crazy, hectic world that we live in at times? It's quite, um, actually pretty chill right now. But <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, not, not really because... Uh, I'm not really living it, mm. to be honest. Mm. Mm-hmm. I, um, I meditate sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it helps me. Yeah. If I can do it twice a day, it's great. Like sort of like a TM style Yeah, it's meditation. totally TM. Nice. I totally paid for the word. Oh, you did it? That. Yeah. My dad did that back in the 70s. <laughs> he just restarted his practice recently. So are you finding that... When you do it, it does seem to help a bit. Yeah, but I, I do need to do it twice a day and get into the routine of it. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been tough being, just being a parent and being like the soul. Uh, uh, I mean, Natalie comes home at night. Right now she's, she's uh, um, supposed to be summer vacation, but now she's teaching summer school. Yeah. So she's, her hours aren't as crazy. Right. Because generally during the year she, Works like crazy and sleeps five hours a night and goes mm. back at it. Wow. Yeah, because she's like, an, she's an administrator too for the 
for see. all these kids. And I stuff. see. Yeah, so she's a busy lady. But I mean, I think she, I think she wants to stay busy so that she doesn't look at other things. Mm -hmm. So there's all that too. Yeah, it's a tough situation to be in. I wish I had some like amazing wisdom bomb for you. <laughs> so I'll tell you what I try to do to. Um, what I try to do to stay in balance uh -huh. uh, is, yeah, meditation is quite helpful. Uh -huh. If I get into the groove of it and I do it. Uh, Marijuana? <laughs> yeah, I find like now it's kind of working against me. Yeah. Um, so I think I, I've thought for a while that I need to kind of put it away. But uh -huh. uh, do you smoke it or edibles or what do you what I mean, do you all. <laughs> yeah? I think edibles is much better for. Uh, during the day, having a little nibble. Yeah. And then uh, I find that that's great, but what that does is kind of, it kind of, it's really just a relief. It's just like a spit valve. In a way? It's just like, yeah. It's just like, I'll do, I'll do it at night when I actually should get some work done, when I have time, and uh -huh. I'll just bliss out and like watch dumb things. And because like so much of my life is, is not being uh, in that zone mm. that I like. I like. Have I to. totally, re I totally understand what you're saying. Like when I was into cocaine, like it, I just it kind of became my thing, and I wasn't experiencing bliss in other parts of my life, and so I started like just relying on that. Yeah. And that's why I love it's this crap. Kundalini Yoga shit. Is it's like another way to have more moments in your day of feeling that internal bliss, right? Without having to rely on situations or, or substances to feel the way you most want to feel basically you're just getting high on your breath it's a lot of breath work wow. but when I find the more little hits of bliss I can give right. myself throughout the day the less I you know need to like drink alcohol or the less I need to do anything else right um, I mean I don't do any hard drugs anymore simply because in Vancouver yeah, yeah. it's not even cocaine like I had a buddy who used to be a drug dealer and he sampled like seven or eight different samples of cocaine recently throughout the city and he could only find about seven percent cocaine in any sample the rest of it was just baby powder fentanyl and speed wow so it's like there's no point in really doing it in my mind because you're not even doing cocaine yeah in vancouver at least i know it's too dangerous now yeah. gross yeah but I, I just find like my my daily life has now been where i used to feel really plugged into my spirit through yeah. through your art relationships and my art nice and uh, now that I, I feel so uh, pinched stifled off stifled and like I'm suppressing 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 all the time that I just at nighttime I'll like smoke a bunch of weed and just like I'll feel this relief but then I wake up in the morning and that foot's on my chest again it's uh, not a good feeling um, yeah. and yeah I, I, I need to do something about it I'm, do you exercise um yeah not really i mean i've been riding my bike that's good now that it turned nice but i should take you to a kundalini yoga class you yeah. may like it yeah i'll try it yeah yeah i'll take you let's go sometime this week or next well it's great right now because um i i can have afternoons now that because uh yeah i have a little bit more time oh nice. i have like the afternoons evenings if i need Okay, awesome. Let's do it. I'll take you on a, on a kundalini experience <laughs> okay. at Yoga West. Don't worry, I won't try to pull any fast moves on you. <laughs>
Like, since they actually, I take you to like Scotiabank Dance Center what? for naked men's yoga. Yeah. <laughs> like, hmm, All right, let's plans. play Jenga. Let's play some Jenga. <laughs> let's play Twister. I was thinking, I was thinking, what's the, where you, the, the video game where you get to put Tetris? Tetris. <laughs> just putting the places in spaces. <laughs> I said Jenga, but I was thinking just. Let's play Tetris. <laughs> this makes sense to me. Hmm. Uh, yeah. Well, I feel like there's so much pleasure, untapped pleasure, that we can get from our bodies. And so I'm really interested in just learning the science behind things like Kundalini right. and this whole semen retention stuff. Because um, as I was talking with Peter, I, I've been reading this guy named David R. Hawkins. He's a psychiatrist, and his famous book is Power Versus Force. Mm. And he talks about like, high vibe versus low vibe frequencies and like they're polar opposites and so like eroticism like feeling sexy in your own skin is a high vibe Mm -hmm. but feeling lustful is like not so high vibe Mm -hmm. so I'm interested in practices that help people myself included to just continue to feel blissful bountiful and beautiful in the present moment in their own skin because I feel like if more of us feel that that will help to you know heal the planet yeah yeah I'm into that yeah yeah, I really need to do something, and I can't do anything on my own anymore because I'm. Well, let's try ego eradicator right now. So you okay. just sit, and then you curl your fingers up so that the fingers are touching the tops of your palm of your palms. Yeah, and then you plug your thumbs into the sky at 60 degrees, nice straight arms, and then you take a deep breath and you just pump your low belly in. It's called breath of fire ego eradicator, and then you just roll your eyes up and gaze up. We'll try it for like just you know 20 Sorry, seconds. Sorry, was the next the last part? Um, Oh, you just roll your eyes up, and then you, you pump your navel point in right there. Yeah. Yeah, like that. Focusing down at the navel. And then bring your thumbs together. Inhale, reach up. Stretch your fingers up, squeeze the rectum, sex organ, navel point. Pull in your chin a bit. Sit nice and tall for three, two, one. Exhale, slowly release the lower three chakras and just bring your hands down, sweeping your electromagnetic field very slowly. Tense your fingers on the ground on either side of you. Nice, tall spine. So I find, I don't know how you feel now, hopefully like an ever so subtle relief, but I find the more I do shit like that, I think it might have a reverse tolerance effect. You know, so alcohol and and drugs, you can develop a tolerance, Mm -hmm. but I feel like certain plant medicines like kava kava, I don't know if you've tried kava kava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I think certain yoga techniques have a reverse tolerance effect. So the the more you do it, the less you need to actually feel the the high or the relief. Yeah, so I think that um, See, if you don't I know feel this it now, stuff, I know you'll feel it. I know this stuff helps me. I think like, I think why I feel so blocked is um, if I do start feeling my passion and all that kind of stuff again, um, I'm going to have to make some serious life changes that I don't want to do. Right, right. Honestly. Um, so it's 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and thank you for being so real, so honest about how you're feeling, where you're at in your life. I think that's. I think that's really important. I I am pretty. I mean, anyone who says they're self-aware, you gotta you gotta be aware of that because <laughs> you're like, mm, come I'm on, really guys. I'm really so self-aware. Everybody else. Just... Um, uh, but, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I do feel, I've, I've somewhat, I know that there's stuff that I can't even see for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. There's stuff in your life that you can't even see? Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. But um, I, am, I am self-aware enough to feel terrible about what I'm doing. With <laughs> your life, you feel like you're, 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 you're not taking the steps that you feel you need to take in order to, to fully be self-actualized? Yeah. What's holding you back? Is it pain? Is it the, 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 you think, oh my God, if I, as you said, like the steps that you would have to take and the changes you'd have to make are too painful to actually go through with Yeah. at this time. No, I hate to be, you know, just giving advice, but um, one thing that is helping me in my life, because mm-hmm. I, I experience that too on a daily basis, is um, this book that um, I'm reading called The Tools, right? which was written by basically these psychologists who were like, uh, why are psychiatrists and psychologists just you know, delving into people's history and trying to figure out why they're so fucked up? Why aren't they actually giving them tools in the present moment that they could use when they're feeling fucked up and they need to like live their dream? Right. And so they have these tools. And um, one of the most powerful ones I find was when I'm feeling like super lethargic, and not able to take those steps, it's called Jeopardy. And you just imagine your future self on your deathbed, Ugh. like just about to die, and then that future self is looking at you and just starts to scream at you at the top of their lungs, like, you're fucking wasting your life, like, you're squandering your life, like, take action, you fucker. I do that all the time. Yeah. I, my problem is it just, it just turns inward and I feel worse Hmm. Um, I think like like there's a lot to be said about like when I was this is crazy because if anyone who knew me in my 20s early 30s like would be like this is not the guy who would ever get trapped into like living some life he thinks he has to live or like Hmm. whatever or trapped in some relationship or whatever Mm -hmm. he would just not you would, you would, I would be the last person that, um, so what the other part though of, of that, like, um, of like, obviously you got to do whatever keeps you, whatever like brings you back in line with your true spirit and all that energy and like, da da da, obviously. The other side of that is, um, I don't believe if I, um, if I made these changes, I think would be better for my life that, um, like left on my own, I think I'd be even worse. Hmm. 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 Well, are there small changes you can make? Stay in the, in the situation you're in, but are there small things you can do? Does it have to be like this huge drastic overhaul or can it just be like just moving the needle ever so slightly? That's a nice idea. Um, 
Mm. What kind of things do you think might be good? Well, I mean, they're extreme, but they're, right. I find they work. Like um, when you get up in the morning, uh -huh. if you um, just have your shower, uh, turn it cold, like make it really cold. <laughs> I did that the other day. Yeah. Before. And just, like, force yourself so, to go into uh, it and then rub your whole body and like rub uh, your feet yeah. with your feet, rub your whole body and just go like that. Yeah. And then do that for at least 30 seconds. It's so good. Oh my God. It makes you but feel it so alive. But it sucks. It does at first, but then you get used to it. Like now I kind of look forward to it. If I don't do it, I'm like, oh, my day's fucked. But if I do it now, it's See, like. That's what I, I need the, I need to get over the shit hump where there's positive reinforcement. Cause yes. right now it's just negative reinforcement. I'm Even when I start a, getting on like a, a great meditating um, binge and like, I'm, I'm getting my two in every day for a month or two, like, I start feeling really good. Or if I'm running, if I'm exercising more. Yeah. That's huge, but. Well, at first you're not really gonna see, like even with the breathing techniques, with the cold showers, you might not actually see the benefit or feel the benefit until you do it for like several weeks. So Man, that's the whole thing. I somehow thing. need some sort of life pump. coach, and I, I need to be held. Like when I'm held, like okay, this is shitty. I realize, but like when I'm held accountable, like through other people, like when I was in theater school or whatever, or I get this gig where I have to learn how to play guitar, or mm -hmm. I'm fired, I can do shit. I can move mountains. If there's yeah. other people involved, or there's some sort of, but I I just have really terrible self-esteem, and it's. And it's not an excuse, or maybe it is. I don't know. It's like I know, I know that it's something that uh, I was born with. I know there's ways to kind of help you were born improve with it. Self negative self I, I think so. You think so? I do. You think it's from like another life? No, I think it's. I think it's a family thing. I think really? it's uh, like a genetical, like, genetic kind of thing. I know, I know that uh, I'm interesting to a certain group of people and I know that my art's interesting to a certain group of people and I I know I'm I'm considered a good person by most people mm -hmm. I know but the loop that's in me is like is you suck nobody likes you everything you do is garbage and none of it matters because you're gonna die which is I mean that's true too but and do you think that you've been having those thoughts your whole life yeah Hundred really percent. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Maybe not. Or do you think that? I mean, because hmm. I, I. It's funny. I seem to talk about marijuana like almost every episode now. That's all right. And <laughs> it did help me a lot. And well, and, and what I'm thinking is like I heard. I don't know if this is true, but I guess every plant medicine has a frequency, mm -hmm. and every human has a frequency. Yeah, yeah. And if your original self frequency is higher than that of the marijuana plant. Mm -hmm it's actually bringing you down. Mm. Like it's not actually allowing you to be your original self. But if your mm. frequency is lower than that of the plant, uh, it might help you up level as long as you don't become dependent on it. Definitely does. I've, been, I've also been experimenting with uh, microdosing uh, psilocybin? psilocybin and LSD different times. Oh, wow. How's that? Wonderful. Yeah? But it's like, it's just kind of another, I have to, I really have to kind of stay high. Hmm. Like it's so microdosing, so, but right. it's I'm feeling it. The, I'm feeling the chemical, um, and maybe I don't know. Maybe I need to do it for a month at a time before it like has more long-term effects. I'm thinking um, you're saying the piece about 
um, you're good at when when you're in a situation where you're held accountable. Mm-hmm. But I can't like be that, held accountable to myself because I don't care about myself. Yeah, that's funny. I, I have that streak in myself as well. It's like um, I can easily fall into that old pattern of, of, of um, really self-abuse. Yeah. Not getting to bed on time, not eating the right things, negative self-talk, getting wrapped up in that, and then, yeah, and then just really not caring about myself. And what I've found is like this men's group that I'm in, that's really good because it's holding me accountable. And so even when I don't really have the self-esteem on certain days, I know that in the morning I have to like do my little check-in with them. And then once a week we meet. And just to have them like riding my ass. Literally. <laughs> oh my God. It's a great men's group. Tetris. It's really, they really spur me on. Um, I find that, I don't know, would you like to join? Is uh, I'd be interested in, I guess. That'd be so fun to have. I you think it's group. weird that it's just my first. My first kid is like, yeah. I'm sure there's groups where it's men and women. I think it's it's a it's a historical thing. It came from that whole um, the women's movement was so strong. Right, right, right. They need to be squashed. I got you. High five. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you almost high five me. No, <laughs> nor. Um, but yeah, no, I, I do see your point. Of course, point. I'm kidding. But I'm glad that I'm in it because, like, I kind of feel like a two-spirit person right, right, in right. a way. Like, I feel like I'm not really a fully a man or a fully a woman. I feel kind of right. like somewhere in the middle. And so, like, we've actually been talking a lot about sort of that and 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 opening the group up to you know more diverse membership. Um, um, yeah, it's yeah. not something that would keep me away. It's just my first hit is mm-hmm. like why is it uh, just uh, yeah um, where it's. Uh, there's something, uh, I don't know, I, I really appreciate female energy in yeah. my life. Not that I don't... But yeah, sometimes when you have problems, if you talk about it with other masculine essences, right. instead of burdening your feminine essence person in your life with the issue, you can yeah. get this sort of perspective and then you can go back stronger to your feminine essence person and be the... be the... be more grounded. Right. That's, I think that's the whole idea. Like, they base these, these groups off the work of David Data often. Mm-hmm. Uh, David, D-E-I-D-A, his, his books are um, kind of about polarity, sexual polarity. And um, his most famous book is uh, Way of the Superior Man. Hmm. Um, so, I, yeah, I mean, I, I totally see what you mean. Well, and it's I was not even a, a point of... because, like, I don't, know, I don't know who these people are. I don't know anything mm-hmm. about it. So it's not even, like... It's not even like, I feel this way. It was just a Your initial feeling. First, yeah, 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 just, yeah. So I wanted to know more. Yeah, well, I'll send you the website. And sometimes when I say, like, what it is, rather than just like, oh, uh, interesting. Well, like, what my reservation is. Then, got naked and black. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of the time, it's like, it's totally um, squashed. Like, just... Your per- initial perception? Yeah. Yeah, you, so, might, actually, you might really like it. Um, does this cost money? It's free. Okay. I was That's actually totally in. Alley. I was in two men's groups before. The first one, I, I, it didn't resonate with me, because I felt like they weren't really open-minded to to what I was bringing to the group. Then the second one, you you kind of had to pay, and I didn't like that. It didn't feel right. But then this one is. It was started by Ryan Yada, who I'm friends with. Um, I'm friends with his his wife first, uh, Lara Kozan, who started Y Yoga. Mm-hmm. And um, there's different chapters of the group. So I'm in like the eighth chapter of the group and there's eight of us in this group. And um, yeah, like they're really, I feel they're really open-minded and progressive and like 
when I talk about things like rethinking AIDS, or there's another guy on, in the group who, who's a chiropractor trying to debunk, you know, um, or trying to spread awareness about potential dangers about things like vaccines, etc. Um, they're all the other guys are like generally really open to to reading research on PubMed that I've found about certain issues, and like they're it's like it's really quite beautiful because I always thought I was going to be like this lone wolf. Um, but then like meeting all these guys and most of them are like heterosexual men and for me that is kind of a big thing because like I was bullied a lot in high school and I most of my friends were female so like to just feel like part of the tribe and feel heard that's nice is like really nice mm. and it does help me stay accountable where does this meet and if you say in our building I'm totally in <laughs> oh yeah well it's actually you it's might like close. this it's actually a, basically a Skype meeting so <gasps> it's you meet on uh, zoom the zoom app okay so you, you meet at 6.07 a.m. every Wednesday morning. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Just have a cold shower before you, before you go on. And then you, you meet, and then uh, you do a, a tune-in, so like right. some sort of yoga exercise or breathing exercise or visualization. And then basically, you know, we're reading the tools right now, that book. So we talk about the tools. And then if anybody has a pressing issue in their life, they can broach it. Um, so it's really, it's really sweet. It's, and there were growing pains because me and my, actually a guy I know, Dr. Nima, we joined at the same time. So it, was, it went from a group of like four guys. Now there's eight of us. And so there were growing pains. And, and, but now I feel like it's smoothing out. Was that feeling that there's too many? Yeah, like some of the other guys were like, oh, we think there's too many guys. Right. And I don't know if this is working. But, but, um, but I was like, actually, no, like guys, there are pros and cons to a bigger group. But the pros are like we're all so different. We can help yeah. each other in diverse ways. Could you split it then if people were starting to feel that way? We could. We could do that. Could but you I wanted think... a little reason, like at 10 a.m.? Yeah. <laughs> there's, this, there's the early morning group and then there's the sleep-in group. But maybe I, should, maybe I should change that too. Maybe I should be an early to rise guy for a while. I was never an early rise guy. But I find that if I, I just, just always felt like I got my best, uh, my best ideas and my best, um, my best stuff happened when the world was asleep. Mm. Well, you can get up early and the world will still be asleep. I guess so, yeah. I find if I take um, magnesium, I call it like the quick and dirty self-care, yeah. is like I'll have like a magnesium bath and then <laughs> rub magnesium oil on my feet and then take magnesium biglycinate. Uh, and I'm just like, Bleh. and I just like pass out in my bed. Just <laughs> <laughs> like go to sleep. <laughs> Man. Uh, I, I, I really... I do need to do some things that are uncomfortable, though. What's like, one really thing bad. that you could commit to? I can hold you accountable if you want. Yeah. I have an accountability buddy. That's actually our new addition to the men's group. Our new <laughs> thing is we, we buddy up every month. Right. So we're doing one of my buddies on the group wants to lose weight because he's like just eating tons of like food tons of candies and stuff and so we all agreed to do this diet plan with him it's called the whole 30 diet mm -hmm. where 30 days you don't have dairy wheat sugar alcohol etc mm -hmm. and you're just eating basically plants and no grains um, and protein so like that's really helpful so I can be your accountability buddy if you want if there's one thing that you want me to hold you accountable for I will do it Wow. Something like amazing. one thing that would that you would like to be held accountable for. I don't know. I think it's something I'm a little blocked on. Is mm. like that I can't. Um, let's try to reverse engineer this. Mm. 
I want to be... I just want to be more alive. I'm just so... I hate who I've become. I'm just really stifled. Mm. I'm really suppressed. Mm. Um, and that's like... I'm, I feel myself fucking dying, honestly, mm, inside. Mm. So it's something I need to... You know, I'm not... Um, I'm not sure what the... So what are your... Okay, so you know how you don't want to feel. Yeah. So what's the opposite? Like, what are three core desired feelings that you would like to feel every day? Um, connected. Nice. Um, vibrant. Nice. And loving. That's, those are good words. <laughs> I like those ones. So what, what do you actually have to do every day to generate those feelings? Because that's where the rubber meets the road. What, what do you have to do every day to be able to bring those feelings to the party of life? Maybe not smoke as much pot? Maybe. I mean, I'm or not maybe really get to doing bed it during the day. No? Or just get to bed earlier? Um, well, I think, I think committing to my meditation would be really big. Um, that sounds good, yeah. Uh, I think being active is really big. Um, I, like... I need to have a plan. What if I was your I accountability never... buddy for meditation? So at the end of each day, you just text me and say whether or not you've done your two meditations. Love it. Awesome. High five. Done. Yes. If I, like, I know that won't be, that'll be something. It won't be enough to, like, kick this. So if I, mm. I think I'll, I think I'll have to do something. I'll have to add. I'll, I think I'll have to do. Add more things. But it's good to have to get the ball rolling. Totally, totally. I think I'll need to do, uh, it, like, at least, at least two, like, at least uh, run or, mm. like, at least two times a week. Nice. Where did, where do you run when you run around Stanley Park? Um, I find when I get outside, I just, I just stop. Because, like, I look at something. I just really, like, oh, it's oh so Oh, so you dumb. run on the treadmill? Yeah, it's so dumb being right here in the most beautiful... One of the most beautiful spots in the world. <laughs> we live on the friggin' seawall. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll like go there, close the blinds, and run on the treadmill. Because when I get outside, yeah, I just like, you know, there's, there's some pe- people are always like standing on the seawall, or there's like bikes that are like, huh. and like I slow down, and then like I, yeah, I just like, I can't. <laughs> you can't just keep running. Yeah. And uh, my, my knees are pretty bad. I've gotten most of the meniscus and cartilage, like, cut out of it. Ouch. I only have, like, 10% in each knee, so hmm. that's another thing. It's not great. Concrete. On MSM is supposed to be good for joints. It's a supplement. Can you snort it? I think you probably could. Can you hoop it? You can hoop it. <laughs> that's funny. That was just the thought that came to my head. And then you can verbalized you it. Can partner? Let's see. I'm going to hold you accountable for hooping MSM every night. All right. Namaste. Namaste. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that guy was just doing sit-ups. And I think that's another great thing for, like, motivation is, like, strengthening your core. I find that I found that's been really helpful in my life. I'm getting more motivated is like doing some kind of core exercise. What's often. good core exercise? Well, I mean, there's like not, he was doing this guy was doing leg lifts, so you're just lying on your back, and bringing your hands by your hips, and then just bringing your feet up oh, and down, I these. straight legs, pulling your belly button in, 
your transverse abdominis in. So doing things like that. You can do pistons, so you're bending and straightening your knees as you inhale, exhale, kind of like you're snorting a drug, but you're just snorting the air. You like seem that. to be snorting at a different rate than you're doing your legs. No, nope. it's like. When yeah. do you breathe out though? So you, so you, <laughs> I'm, all I'm doing is so inhaling. You, so you inhale left leg straight. Okay. Exhale right leg straight. Okay. Yes. There you go. And then pull your transverse in. Yeah, you've got a pretty strong core. I feel so weak. Wait, I'm yes, pointing yes, my yes. toes or? You can point them if you want. Or this way. <laughs> That's good. Yes, 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 yes. And then inhale, straighten both legs 60 degrees. Hold your breath. And then hug your knees into your chest. Ooh. Actually, we can, there's a little thing. This is called the wake-up routine. Mm -hmm. This might be helpful. So there's three different things you do. This is for, for Paul and for listeners. First one is called stretch pose. You line your back. You can do this in the morning. You can even do it in your bed if you wanted when you first wake up. You bring your head up and you look at your toes. Try to keep the small of your back on the ground. If you can't really do that, bring your feet up higher. Traditionally, you bring your feet six inches off the ground, but you don't have to. So you look at your toes and you just pump your navel in for about a minute, one to three minutes. Well, isn't it? This yeah, it's thing? kind of like, that's Pilates. Paul's moving okay. his hands up and down. He's making it more Pilates. But, so you do that for one minute. And in your mind, you can vibrate a mantra, like let go or satnam. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yes, and then you hold your breath, squeeze your anus. You know, one of my teachers says, all you really need to be happy in this life is a third eye and an anus. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of the same thing, right? <laughs> Pretty much. And then the second part of this is you um, hug your knees into your chest. So it's called nose to knees. You bring your, knee, your nose between your knees, and then again, you pump the navel point. So... You do that for about a minute and then you inhale. Hold your breath, squeeze, roll the eyes up. And then exhale. And then bring yourself up to a seated pose. And we've already done the third part of this exercise, the ego eradicator. So again, you're just bringing your hands up to 60 degrees, curling your fingers, touching the tops of the palms, uh, plugging your thumbs into the sky with nice straight arms at 60 degrees, not 45, but 60, and then you begin your breath of fire. And vibrate satnam, satnam, satnam in your mind if you'd like. So the pose helps to purify the body, and the mantra helps to purify the mind. And then you inhale, bring your thumbs together, stretch your fingers up. Suspend the breath, squeeze. And then as you exhale, slowly sweep your electromagnetic field, bringing your hands down. And then just tenting the fingers and then grounding yourself. Just allowing yourself to create those little micro moments of, in yoga they call it shunya or zero point where you're better able to come into your high heart and observe the positive and the negative in your heart, the, the, the easy to deal with and the more difficult to deal with sensations, feelings, and thoughts. 
in a more neutral way. Cultivating the neutral mind. like just way better already awesome awesome when you're also detoxifying your blood with the breath of fire so it's I mean I think any anything we can do to give ourselves a hit of, of bliss or at least relief mm. helps us because then we can make decisions from the neutral mind and then they tend to be more life-giving decisions that hopefully can create an upward spiral instead of a downward spiral you know things like drinking too much or working too much or whatever any kind of addiction I've realized in my life I am basically an addict. I've got addictive tendencies. So for me, it's just about becoming addicted to the right things. Totally. And uh, yeah, and then your body starts to crave it. Your body will start to crave doing these things the more no. you do them. It's just get getting the momentum going. Yeah. It's the hump, it's the shit hump. <laughs> Let's get over it. Well, I'm definitely going to hold you accountable for your meditations. Pardon? I'm definitely going to hold you accountable okay. for your meditations. Um, anything else you want to talk about or share, say? This is really nice. Yeah, it's nice to talk to you. Yeah, I don't, uh, there's got to be something else. <laughs> <laughs> Are you working on any projects now that talent time's over? Or is there any projects on the horizon? Well, so... Yeah, we stopped Talent Time at the 10-year anniversary, um, but uh, Amazon Prime picked up a bunch of episodes. Nice. Yeah. So, so listeners can watch that on Amazon Yeah. Prime. So oh, if so you yeah, have Amazon so Prime, look for Paul Anthony's Talent Time. I'd love nice. it if you watch it. It's a, yeah. it's a community variety show where, you know, I just bring together people who wouldn't normally meet from, like, just different communities, different cultures, different backgrounds, age, everything. Yeah. And, uh, but it's all, you know, I'm a ridiculous guy, so it's just, we don't take ourselves seriously so at all. funny. And it's just, uh, I always just like cackling the whole time. Ridiculous, uh, good time. People are, um, yeah, it's really cool to see how people have responded and just, um, just that it means something to them. So anyways, the live show, we had to, we were on Novus TV and Shaw TV, and then when Shaw successfully lobbied the CRTC to not have to contribute to community programming anymore, they dropped uh, every program. Oh my God. And we lost uh, our, like the gear that we needed to shoot and produce the show. So we're still on Novus TV, but they don't, they don't have the gear that we need. So. What's happening right now is we're about to launch uh, a crowdfunding campaign to make a mere 11 grand to do a whole season. Nice. So it's just like the bare necessities uh, gear. Right. Um, and we're going to launch that. And uh, we're doing one of those campaigns that it's just do or die. Either we'll make it, we'll make the money, and we'll make the season. Or we won't make the money, and it's over for good. Mm. Well, so, your fans are amazing. Like the the people who come are so. They engaged. are really great. I feel like none of them are really online though, so it's going to be right. somehow like getting through to the <laughs> the people that come getting the word out to the live show to the to the right people. Yeah. But yeah, check it out. There also, if you don't have Amazon Prime, um, tons of episodes. The last last couple seasons, at least, are 
on YouTube. And if yes. you go to our website, they're all organized nicely. What's the name of the website? Talenttime.biz. There's no business like show no business. business. <laughs> yeah. True um, that. So you can see if, it, uh, if it's for you. But I do it now because if it's for you, then you've got a chance right now to be part of uh, our, us thriving. Yeah, it's fantastic. Um, but yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of all that's really going on right now. I'm gonna do, a, I'm acting in a, a pitch pilot from a, a director I really, really like. Um, he wrote this uh, pilot that's really great. It's about this female detective and I'm her like deadbeat ex-boyfriend that keeps screwing up everything. But um, it's just so well written and fun. Cool. We're gonna that do that in, in yeah, gonna nice. do that in October. Nice. Yeah. But nice. other than that, I've got, uh, got nothing else on the on the ducket. Well, those are two fun things. Yeah. Those are two awesome things. Yeah. Um, but I think now I have a little bit more time. I'm not gonna be like with my daughter 24-7 every day. Mm -hmm. um, Where is she right now? Uh, she's with her mom, oh, who nice. right now her mom's just working uh, half days for the summer. I see. So I've got a couple months that I can, I have some time for myself. Nice. So now's the time to uh, get that meditation in. Yeah, and, uh, and I'll connect you with, with Ryan if you'd like. Yeah, I, I, I want to try everything. Try it, yeah. Um, I, I'm just, I'm... Right now, I just want to say yes to everything. Cool, man. And see, see what happens. Okay. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, buddy. Nice to talk to you. <laughs> and uh, we just met in the elevator yeah. at our apartment. We live in the same building. Yeah. And I was just, and I was just, just like, be on my podcast, bro. <laughs> Let's do it. Bright light that I see every once in a while. And then you came and oh. saw a talent time show. I did. I saw a couple. Yeah. Oh, nice. I was at the last one, the Poker Party, and then oh, I was nice. there. At, at a few, one or two of the other prior ones. And That's it was so just great. so fun, such a great energy there. Oh, yeah, thanks, so man. thank you for, for the light that you bring to the world and the, the humor and the uh, well, Yeah, let's the get love. me back on point and I can uh, bring it back to the world tenfold. Yeah, yes, yeah, for sure. <laughs> thanks, Will. Very good. My pleasure. I hope you enjoyed that chat with Paul Anthony. And please head over to iTunes to rate and subscribe the podcast. Thank you so much for your support. Namaste.
than Yogi. Thank you guys so much for tuning into that conversation. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. Thank you so much, guys, for your reviews on iTunes, for listening, for supporting, and have a beautiful day. 